At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Kelly, I think we buried the headline. Except for the payout, we didn't really bury the headline. But you won on National Treasure in the uh, in the Preakness? <laughs> Good for you, man. What a horse race, man. Hey. I think that's the first time. How much like, did you win? I don't know, five years or something. You won nothing. I don't even know. Yeah, I bet I bet, I bet 50 bucks on it, so I don't even know what it ended up being in the parimutuels. Woohoo! And then, uh, yeah, Matt Brown hit the hit the, uh, the trifecta. That didn't pay out I much. didn't pay out much either. <laughs> that's what happens with their seven horses. Um, Well, good for you. And National Treasure winning it, of course. Good for you. Congratulations. Throwing darts. Throwing darts. I was, I was betting on old Bobby Baffert coming back with a vengeance. Bob like he Baffert had anything angle. to do with it. We get tweets at beating the book. This is from a, someone who calls himself Fezzik South Point Runner. It says, love the conversation about value of regular season for NBA teams. Knicks are one end of the spectrum. Heat and Clippers are at the other end. Literally every team manages the regular season differently. It's a spider web. Dale Bob, since you won't just tell me your favorite sushi restaurant, how about I trade my 20-to-1 ticket on Denver to win the championship and you just take me there? Or I'll just hire a chef myself once that cashes. How much did you put on that 20-to-1 ticket is what I'd like to know to, before I answer yeah, that question. That's what you need to know, yeah. If it's $2, then no. If it's $1,000, well, sure. I'll give a restaurant shout-out real quick. I was just telling you during the break. Oh. Scotch 80 in the Palms. Yeah. Matt Brown and I ate there over the weekend. One of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. Very nice. The rib cap over there. Oof. Very good. Very good. Highly recommend. You know we had last week? Morimoto. Have you ever been there at MGM mm-hmm. Grand? Really, yeah. Really good. good. Not, I haven't been there in a long time. But yeah. Good spot. That, I hadn't been there in a long, long time either. Really good. Jake Miller. Uh, the Miami series is a perfect example of you can't just use analytics for your handicap. Alan Boston uses stats and info for college basketball, but he also understands the player's mentality, team's personality, and motivation on a per-game basis. Even then, it's tough to win. Well, listen. This is all one big alchemy. Like, if this was easy... If you just had to look at one thing, uh, we wouldn't have much to talk about. But uh, it's when you see, it's just, if you do this long enough, you just have, my point in the first segment was you just got to recognize when the meatball's coming. And last night felt like as big of a meatball as you're going to get in anything when that line moved to four and a half. Uh, Jesse Welch, your first segment rundown has me thinking specifically about trusting the Nuggets to win it all. I number grabbed a ton of uh, heat numbers at big uh, at, at heat of heat tickets at big numbers. He said, um, "Brian M. Denver beating Miami was sixteen to one on May eleventh at Caesars in Massachusetts." 
I was mentioning how uh, it was 12 to 1. Rich PSM doesn't agree. He says, no, the Heat thing needs two things. Poorly coached opponents and a postseason superstar like uh, the Bucks in 2021. If the Bucks, Sixers, Celtics, Packers had better coaches, this doesn't happen. Well, yeah, there's that for sure. Uh, Stephen Vegas, I was able to get 75 to 1 on the Nuggets over the Heat in the finals on April 30th. 75 oh, to 1. There you go, Stevie. I put a whopping $8 on it as a small hedge on a 50 to 1 Lakers ticket I also had. It was still 18 to 1 two weeks later when I bet it again. We've seen this Jimmy, Jimmy Butler movie before. And then Roger Kane, FYI, while you were talking about St. Louis winning the Central, Bet MGM went from plus 225 to plus 190 before I could hit the send button. Damn. Then I do that. Um, is Nick here with us? Yes, Nick is here. Nick Whalen, everybody, from RotoWire to talk NBA with us. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing great, guys. I'm doing great. Uh, you know, heard you guys talking about the the Miami Boston series, of course, which is I think going to go down as, as an all time shocker, especially if Miami closes this thing out in four. Well, this would be the second all time shocker of the postseason for the Heat because I I would I make the case that the <laughs> Heat beating the Bucks and we went through it point by point at the time. You could very convincingly make the case that's the greatest single series upset in modern basketball history. And now mm-hmm. yet here we are and the Heat on the cusp of being the second eight seed to get to an NBA Finals. The 1999 Knicks were the first, but that was a 50-game season. It was a lockout-shortened season. So this is its own thing already. And, hey, if you're the Heat, you're thinking, why stop there? Let's do the unthinkable. And if that happens, does this not become one of the greatest sports stories in American modern history? It is, right? I think it has to be. I think I think we're already getting close. I mean, even if we just get a, a really competitive finals, I think we're still going to remember this Heat team in a completely different light than we do certainly any team that's been a runner-up or even a lot of these teams that have won the finals over the last couple of decades. I know there was a thread going around basketball Twitter last night saying, you know, when has there been a, a playoff run or a playoff series this memorable for one specific team? And, you know, a lot of people brought up, obviously, the Cavs 3-1 comeback against the Warriors. And, you know, that, that, that one, everybody remembers that if you're an NBA fan, of course. But that's also a team that had LeBron James yeah. and Kyrie Irving and Kevin that's, Love. That's right? I mean, I, I think this Miami team, right, this Miami team, like, they, they have a superstar in Jimmy Butler. And that's a whole different conversation now about, like, where does Jimmy Butler, you know, legacy-wise kind of fit in all this? Long term, because I think we've we've had to kind of do a complete reassessment for a guy who paces himself differently than most of the other superstars in the league. But uh, you know, I, I keep forgetting even watching these games against Boston. It's like, oh, yeah, they're missing a 20 point per game scorer in Tyler Hero. Doesn't matter. Gabe Vincent could just give you 20, you know, as, as basically a, a backup point guard turned starter. You know, Caleb Martin's averaging like 19 points per game off the bench in this series. And, you know, one of the tweets that you read from from one of your listeners, I think, is actually pretty accurate. Obviously, Miami deserves a ton of credit here, but I, I think they've run into some really advantageous matchups coaching-wise, right? Like, if Ime Udoka is coaching the Boston Celtics, I don't think they're down 3-0 in this series right now. We know about Coach Bud, his, his kind of stubbornness in these situations. Um, I, I think that certainly played into the Bucks losing that series in five, as did Giannis missing half of the series as well. That, that to me, is kind of the, the one caveat that you can make if you want to defend the Bucks. But I, I think the coaching mismatches have been the number one thing that Miami has had in its favor throughout this run. I mean, it's just been, it's completely ridiculous. And I, I think we might be seeing the most lopsided of those right now. Yeah. And there's no question that's part of it. And the Knicks in between weren't very good a bas- of a basketball team anyway. So <laughs> throw that in the mix that he didn't have to be very good to beat right. them. Um, uh, when all this was on the heels, it was the very first segment of the show. I, I sort of got into this thing where I'm like, you know, is, is this proof 
that in the NBA, it's not it's not every team, and it's certainly not most teams, but it's probably more than just the Heat, where teams manage these regular seasons their own way. And so as a result of that, there's going to be a lot of NBA analytics that are just kind of, to, for lack of a better term, dirty. Like the data's dirty. And it will take you off, it, it will not only take you off the scent, it will harm you because you will just believe things like your eyes will, and, the, and some major numbers, right, some analytics, will lead you to believe certain things about teams that are not true at all. And that when they actually get to the regular, to the, to the postseason, you know, this version of the Heat might be more akin to some of the things that we saw two years ago with the Heat. So I guess what I'm saying is, that's a tough pill to swallow for NBA analytics people. But I just want to throw that out there, that this might be more prevalent than they think. I think so. I, I think a lot of teams are going to kind of try to use this as a model. And it's going to be incredibly difficult to replicate, by the way. I mean, finding, you know, picking out guys out of the G League, essentially, to become 25 to 30 minute per game contributors for a playoff team, just is, it's not sustainable. Miami has, has done something extremely unique here, you're but right. yep. I think you're totally right. You know, I'm going to be talking to you guys come like March of next year about you're like, well, who, who are you comfortable betting to win the title right now? And we're going to say, well, you know, Miami, they're, they're five games under 500, but remember what we saw with them last year. And you can even say that about last year's Boston Celtics too. I mean, they were what 20 and 20, I think uh, at the 40 game mark. And they go on this remarkable second half run. They're a completely different team. They go all the way to the finals. So yeah, I, I don't know that we're going to see teams, you know, kind of intentionally you know, lose games, intentionally pace themselves to to that type of degree over an 82 game season. But I, I think this Miami narrative is going to keep coming up, not only next season, but for seasons to come, where if there's a team that we expected to be good, that's not playing well, or a team that is playing maybe better than we expected, we're always going to say, well, you know, we saw that Miami team flip the switch. So literally anything can happen in the postseason. It, it's really going to muddy up those numbers. I mean, Miami, what were they, 20, 25th? in offensive rating during the regular season. Like there's no precedent for teams that are bottom five offenses all of a sudden making a run None. like this to the NBA finals. None. 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 That's Not even close. sort of what I'm getting at. I mean, okay. Anything tonight Nuggets Lakers game for, I want no part of this pre-flop you. Oh no. Oh no. We, uh, I, you know, I, I bet the, the Nuggets money line and the over uh, in game three. Uh, luckily that one came through. You, you guys know, I, I kind of lead Lakers. This has been a rough series for me, but this has all been about just a reminder that the Lakers have no shooting. I actually don't think LA has played that badly, but Denver's shooting 41% from three. They have five guys shooting 40% or better on their roster. They're plus 54 from beyond the arc through three games. And you could argue at this point that other than Austin Reeves, the Lakers have zero average to above average three point shooters on this roster. And especially guys who are in the rotation. So I, I, I would not be surprised if the Lakers kind of roll over here and, and Denver takes care of business props wise. I'm looking at LeBron over 24 and a half points tonight. He always finds a way uh, in these situations to kind of salvage his numbers, even if it's a loss, um, you know, kind of try to, to shift that blame narrative that we've seen uh, over at the course of his career. LeBron triple doubles up close to four to one at DraftKings. I'd look into that. And then actually like Dennis Schroeder over seven and a half points, not even a Schroeder fan. I just think this could be the game where D'Angelo Russell plays like 12 minutes. And if that's the case, that means a lot more minutes for Schroeder. So pretty friendly there, uh, pretty friendly number there, I should say for the shooter points. What do you think about tomorrow night's game? Game four, the Heat and the Celtics. Oh, boy. I, I kind of want to see Miami just close this thing out, man. I mean, it was it was kind of alarming. I, I thought in the second half, the the effort level for Boston, uh, they, obviously they let Miami kind of get under their skin. You know, Butler uh, getting into it with Grant Williams, getting into it a little bit with Al Horford and Marcus Smart. And 
I just I don't know how you necessarily pick yourself off the mat if you're Boston. Being down 2-0 versus being down 3-0 is completely different. I, I think Miami probably wins this game. It's not going to be as much of a romp as it was in game three, but you guys know as well as I did. I mean, you, you watch the game, you watch the post-game coverage. Like, this seems like it goes well beyond just Boston having an off series. You know, I think there's some mistrust between Joe Mazzulla and this roster. I think there's a lot of questions about, okay, is Jalen Brown on this roster next season? And it, to me, it feels like those things have kind of crept up during this playoff run, something that they hope they could address during the off season. So I, I'm going to be on Miami tomorrow night. I'm already on them. Already bet them. Close it out. Put the Celtics out of the misery. By the way, who's the MVP in each of these conference uh, finals? Is it Murray or Jokic in the West? And who is it in the East? Is it Butler? I don't even know. I'm just thinking out loud. Because you could have bet on these things. Butler and Murray. Butler and Murray, probably. Although Jokic might have something to say about that. But yes, probably Butler and Murray. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it, man. Nick Anytime, Whalen. guys. Nick Whalen from Rotowire. At Whalen. Substitute number one for the L. Coming back on golf next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad-spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com. That is to check the current betting splits data. Split Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. We get tweets at beating the book. This is uh, from Nash, last name Nash. He says, imagine how much regret Philly has seeing Jimmy Buckets take down the Celtics as the only superstar while their MVP asked for more help after losing to the same very team. He means the very same team. Um, yes, that. The fact that Harden is probably going to leave and go to the Rockets anyway. Um, after Embiid was like, you know, me and James need more help. Um, he liked Doc. We have no idea how furious Embiid might be with the Sixers right. right now. He might want out. We also talked about, yeah, and yes, on the Jimmy Buckets thing, I talked about this last week, how Jimmy Buckets, J- Jimmy Butler left the Sixers essentially because the Sixers chose Ben Simmons over him. 
is essentially what it came down to. And, and, and at the time, Jimmy Butler was also like, who was the coach at the time? Bruce Brown was the coach at the time. And he was just like, I don't know who's in charge here. Like, I don't know anything at, of what's happening at any moment. So, but, but ultimately it was Simmons over him selected. He only played one season with the Sixers. He had a great, they had a great year. They won over 50 games. And that was the year where Kawhi beat them in the playoffs where the ball hit the rim yep. 55 times before it went in. I believe it was four times, by the way, not 55. Um, okay, and I want to read this tweet, too, because, again, this is this is about the, what I was saying in the first segment. So, Al Giannis said about me saying, you know, you got you to gotta be able to recognize in sports betting that every once in a while you have a meatball down the middle of the plate, and you, you have to be able to recognize that. And Al Giannis said, the thing is, sports betting throws you a real meatball what percent of the time? One percent? And how many times do you think you have a meatball? And it turns out not to be a lot, so I don't know. And Patrice, 4725, said, agreed, it was, if it was as easy as picking off these meatballs, no one said it was. He said, we'd be all living on a private island as better as we tend to only remember the ones that win. Uh, there is nobody more uh, sensitive to confirmation bias than I am, sir. Um, but what I'm trying to say, and I, I'm guessing neither of you had the heat last night, that's the first thing, but I, I would say this, no one said it's easy. No one said it's easy. But if you've been around this long enough, the point that I'm trying to make is you become more skilled at recognizing when those moments are. So let me tell you the comparison that I made to friends yesterday about this game uh, and about this series is, the, is, is from 20 years ago, and it involves another South Florida professional sports team. Do you know what I'm referring to, Kelly Billen? Marlins. That is exactly right. I'm referring to the Florida Marlins. In 2003, the Yankees were just coming off their golden era of winning World Series. And yes, they had lost to the Diamondbacks in the World Series two years before that. But here they were, still the Goliath in baseball, taking on this Florida Marlins team. Yeah, at the time it was the Florida Marlins. Um, And the Marlins were so clearly better than the betting markets were suggesting. And night after night after night, whether it was Josh Beckett or other pitchers, you realized if you were watching these games, oh my God, they're going to keep throwing out the Marlins at plus 190 every night, and the series price is still going to be plus 190, $2 on the Marlins. And you recognize if you go through enough experiences like that, when these moments occur, they are not often, to answer your question, and no one is suggesting it's easy to recognize them. But if you do this long enough, you do become more skilled in recognizing those moments, and you do become more skilled in then translating that recognition into actual bets that get triggered. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying any of us are infallible about it. Please don't misinterpret it as such. Um, so there's that. And I think this was this series was that example, and this whole postseason has been that example. With the Heat. Anyway, it makes for an interesting case study, which we don't see every day in every sport. Yes. And certainly in the NBA, this is unprecedented. And I stand by what I said. People gave me flack for saying when they beat the Bucks, it, you could argue it's the greatest upset. It was like the fifth biggest upset by betting line in the history of the NBA. But I went through the top four and, and told you why you could still say this Heat one was over the Bucks was better. If they if they get to the finals, it's unprecedented. Even though the '99 Knicks got there, lockout season, 50 games. If they win it all, dude. We didn't think this was possible in the NBA. And one of the things that I, I really sort of hate in life is when something happens that's that not even people didn't even perceive people didn't even conceive that it could happen before. And then we become so normalized to it as it's happening. We gotta like recognize yes. the moment. This is incredible. Ridiculous. This is off the chart. This doesn't happen in the NBA. So anyway. Can I give an uplifting message to Knicks fans out there too? Please, yes, absolutely. Rob Moreno, who uh, does incredible work for this network and uh, is running graphics for our show today, 
Uh, digging hard on the stats and info. Okay, how about this? The New York Knicks have won more games against the Miami Heat this postseason than the Bucks and Celtics combined. <laughs> so there you go, Knicks fans. So you got that. that. You got that. <laughs> so there's that. Um, we should probably mention, too, this has nothing to do with sports betting, but the Michael Block story yesterday, the PGA, was the most heartwarming story of the weekend. It was Tin Cup in real life. It was tin, incredible. Tin Cup in real life. Uh, PGA professional who finished in the top 15 with that up and down at 18 yesterday after an ace. After a hole-in-one on 15, uh, that just is mind-boggling. Like, did this really just happen? Even he couldn't believe it. He didn't see it, he says. He didn't see the ball go in the hole. When, oh, Rory, when Rory McElroy comes to hug him, he's like, I, I did, why is Rory hugging me? <laughs> that was the best part. He thought it was weird that Rory was hugging him. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, I thought I put it like 10 feet to yeah. the bin. Why is Rory wow. hugging me over that? Like, I, I put it on the dance floor and he's hugging me? Like, at first he was, like, insulted by the hug. <laughs> Justin Ray, who always puts out great golf tweets at Justin Ray Golf, it would take two, th- by the way, uh, he won, Michael Block did over $280,000. It would take two, uh, it would take 2,307 of those $125 lessons. That's what, uh, that's what uh, Block said he charged. By the way, he later amended that. He said it's $150. Don't sell me yeah. short. Uh, but if it was 125 the math that Justin Ray had here, it would have taken 2,307 of those lessons to make the same amount he made yesterday in the tournament, finishing in the top 15, officially bringing home this week $288,333. And with the top 20 finish, he has an exemption to next year's PGA. Top 15? Well, yeah, but he just had to finish top 20 to get that exemption, correct? Well, I think it was top 15 was it? for the check. PGA exemption. Oh, let me see I right think. Here. Let me checking on that because I have the graphic right here. If he had finished top four, you're right, top 15. So, so he, yes. So think Top about it. 15. He needed that ace, and he needed to, to, to he needed that par on on eighteen. He needed the and up that and down. up and down. Like I was talking, we, the guy, the guys and I before the show were talking downstairs about this. Like the hole in one was incredible, right? What a moment! What a moment! Hole in ones are always going to require a little bit of luck, though, right? That up and down for par on eighteen was a beautiful. That is a PGA Tour expert pro caliber level up and down. Hundred percent. And to lo- with the pressure on the line to lock in another spot in the PGA next year, I just insane. Top fifteen players earned spot in twenty twenty four PGA Championship. Top four would have earned him a spot at the Masters. By the way. Um, and shout out to Buddhist man. If you want, if you, you can go over to my Twitter account, you got you got to check out the commercial that he. He did for his club back home. Yes. I, I think it's a couple years old, but oh man, is it funny? Um, good on him. What a story, and and good on him for you know immediately deflecting it to the other twenty nine thousand yes PGA professionals out there representing that group of people. So he was just beloved by everybody. Rory was great as his partner. By the way, no PGA professional has ever finished in the top ten. In a major, and he almost got there. Well, it was, almost uh, got there. It's getting a little dusty in my apartment yesterday was it? Yeah, when he was bit. talking. Yep. Okay, uh, Brooks Kepka wins it, as we said, and uh, congratulations to all who had him. Who's the golfer that disappointed you the most? Who's the one where you're like this? Tony Finau. Because he just shot yeah, it, that, through the stratosphere. That's my, I guess, just initial response. Obviously, I responded before you even finished the damn sentence. Sorry, okay. Gil, because I do that all the time. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, he, he was the guy, at least, that I was, one of the guys that I was loaded up on that I, I was pretty shocked. He put he played as poorly as he did. Finau, who, besides I mean, John Rom, John Rom, right? Clearly. Yeah. But it's like, 
But like I don't like it with him. It's he, he won the Masters. I mean, he'll be back. Right, yeah, like yeah. is he allowed to have it off sure. week? Like can we, like can we? You know? Yeah, he can't be great. Everybody every was kind of making too big a deal of that. I felt like did Rory just as great as Rory played? Right, as good as Rory played. I had Scheffler and Rory. This was his in-laws. This is where his in-laws are from. He is so familiar with these courses. Yesterday, when he started off in the first hole, he had two perfect shots to begin. Perfect tee shot, and then man, he almost stuck the approach. And he birdies mm-hmm. the first hole. And you're like, okay, this is it. This is the Rory day where he just comes from behind because he plays loose when he's from behind. Not all the attention's on him. This is it. And then he turns right around and he just bogeys away. And for every great hole he had, he seemingly has one that just disappoints. For some reason, it's it's him that disappointed me the most because I had so much expectation. Interesting. Okay, I was actually, just based off of kind of some of his recent struggles, I was impressed with what he did over the week. Like, the way he battled back, and you could say that about a lot of these and guys. And the Michael Block thing could have been a distraction, too, right? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. good point. I mean, that's a, yeah. we- that's a weird situation for Rory to be playing in yeah. on a major Sunday, even though he, he seemingly handled it incredible. Okay, I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> um Man, there's a, lo- there's a lot to take forward going through this tournament. Like, it, there was, I mean, Cam Davis? Yeah. Jeez, I mean, good thing I won on him last summer because as much money as I've given back, it's only going to continue, Gil, when you tease me like that. Did Shambo like, is he back in your good graces all of a sudden? Are you like, oh, this guy might be a thing now? I have no idea. No idea. I'll tell you what, you do have an idea, that Scheffler is going to be there every yep. single time out. It's amazing. Wes Reynolds, his thoughts next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. For VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $9.99 at VSIN.com. Slash subscribe. We get tweets at beating the book, Mike Stacks. If the gambling gods are listening to the futures market, we would have the Avalanche 2022 Cup champs, Nuggets 2023 NBA champs, and Broncos 2024 Lombardi winner 45 to 1. The state of Colorado could be producing winners. Shout out to the state of Colorado for Mike Stack. Evan Klein, loving the peanut gallery today. Tweaker jumping up and down behind you while filming, and then a guy buzzing by you on a jazzy scooter. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was one blow by I I, I, yeah. I thought it was well done. Yeah, I didn't see any of so, it. Some guy, some guy just he just threw up some rock on uh, uh, signs behind you. It was hey, cool. I could be doing all kinds of. Things I didn't notice the other ones. Yes, <laughs> Jason H eleven. I might have been the only one who was not happy with blocks hole in one. I had a substantial bet on no hole in one for the tournament. That feel good moment had me feeling like breaking my TV. Most com- of everything Most betting common tweet. Everything that betting that happened this weekend in all the whole entire golf tournament, I got more tweets about that gill than anything. Which which makes it great. Like we talk about all the time, right? Of blowout games, yes. right? Where you're like well, some people it still matters too, so don't act like this game matters. The feel-good story of the tournament. For betters, you piece of crap! <laughs> what that are you is, doing? That is the quintessential the, where betters cannot enjoy human moments like that, right? <laughs> Here's this wonderful human moment, but because you have action on it, you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Oh, God. Betters. Love you. Love all of us.
Joe Nigro, Oppo Bad Beat. I needed Yelich to get a hit in last in the last at bat to win a two hundred and thirty eight to one same game parlay. He hits a towering pop. All infielders converge. The ball drops three feet from the mound untouched. I will remember next time I lose an unlosable game. Two thirty eight to one. Damn. You sure that was scored a hit? By the way, just curious. Um, ladies and gentlemen, he is the glue that holds this whole operation together, and I was uh, thrilled to see him among some other VEASAN hosts at Jeff Parlay's wedding this weekend in uh, St. Louis, not in St. Louis, in Chesterfield, Missouri, right outside of St. Louis to be exact. Uh, Jeff and his uh, lovely uh, new bride considering taking the name Parlay instead of Parles, should be noted. So we're going to see if that's the case. I, I, Wes Reynolds joins us, everybody. How you doing, Wes? I'm well, Gil. Uh, yeah, Jeff's uh, better half is now Parles in charge. Jeff Parles is no longer Parles in charge, as uh, Kelly Bidlin has famously named him. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Parles no longer Parles in charge. Look at <laughs> Did any of the props any of the props hit? Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, there were gambling references galore. In, in the speeches? In Ben Wilson's speech. Yes. That went over, didn't it, Wes, would you say? That was happening. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That went over. Um, there was no there was no bouquet or band thrown. Oh, so really? Je- yeah, Jeff was okay. correct. That did not happen. Who was the best VEASAN dancer? Who was the best VEASAN dancer, Wes? Uh, probably the most active one was Todd Wishnev. <laughs> active. Was, the most active one. Active. Would Wes- yeah, yeah, because yeah. he he was he was soaked uh, after a few of those dances. <laughs> Active, it's very he was soaked, no question about it. Uh, West, by the way, the co-host of Visa tonight, which he does with Matt Humans Monday through Friday, nine p.m. to twelve uh, midnight Eastern time here on the network. I was just asking Kelly. Um, obviously, Brooks Kepko uh, ends up winning the PGA Championship, his third PGA, his fifth major. Did you have any Kepka? Uh, for a top 20, not for not for the victory. And uh, I probably should have come back in or come on in on Brooks Kepka based on what I saw with the Masters. But you never really know, Gil, especially. And that's what's one of the most difficult things about this live tour in terms of a betting standpoint. Put aside what you might feel about it personally or the reason why it exists or the people behind it. But the fact is, we don't get that data on these guys. So we don't know really how well these guys are playing because they're playing against a 48 player field, uh, three rounds, 54 holes. So you never really know, but to see Brooks Kepka, we kind of saw the old Brooks Kepka who really gets up for the majors, who gets up for the big stages. He's now won five career major championships. So uh, look, credit to him. He, he kept it together. He played well, you know, didn't really do anything wrong. Just did kind of everything good and and that was going to be enough to win. And when uh, when Victor Hoblin hit that poor shot on 16, it was all but over. Do you immediately now look to the U.S. Open at uh, Los Angeles Country Club in L.A. next month, middle of June, and say to yourself, huh, Brooks Kepka still, you know, a nice little price there, somewhere between, you know, depending, shopping around, but like around 18 to 1-ish, 14 to 1 to 18 to 1, somewhere in that pocket. Do you say to yourself, well, i got to have some of that? Well, I mean, you would have to certainly at least look at him because the the basically the top of the board is going to stay the same with Rom and Scheffler. And then Rory McIlroy, when you get out on him, he kind of brings you back in. And that's what he really did all weekend because you even saw it yesterday at the beginning in the final round on Sunday. He knocks it to within like a foot on the first hole. Oh. 
kick in birdie. Yep. So it's like, okay, here we go. You know, Rory's going to make gonna make a little run here on Sunday. And then he gives it right back the next hole. And he did that like all week. Exactly. Basically. Exactly great what I shot said. where he reminds you, hey, I'm Rory McIlroy. Yeah, I'm Rory McIlroy, and then all of a sudden, you know, he hits a wayward drive off the tee, or he hits a poor approach like he hit on number two yesterday, and he's just not putting it all together, and I actually thought maybe he might make a run, because being paired with Michael Block, now, conventional wisdom would say, oh, Michael Block's a club pro, so he's going to be, like, all over the place, you know, he's going to shoot, like, 80 or something, and that's going to wear on Rory, but... I think we might have lost Wes. I agree, Wes. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll effort Wes again. Uh, by the way, just got a text from Michael Montesano, who won the uh, Booby Prize at Circa the first week, and he was saying, players, golfers that the uh, experts, in quotes he said, should never bet to win in majors. Xander, Finau, Cam Young is his list of three. Who do you think you will have at the U.S. Open, right? Like, if I, you, you have no bets currently, Kevin? No, no, I made it. I made it. Oh, who you got? You know what's kind of interesting is my initial reaction, actually, after that was to scoop up a bit of Hovland at the longest number I could find. Mm. I've, Vic's been consistent, man. I, it's just... You buy into the he doesn't have the killer instinct narrative that people like with him? He's a kid, man. Like, I don't know. Let's give this a few more years. Some of these guys we instantly judge, like... What, Colin Morikawa is like a crappy golfer now because he hasn't won right. a major in like a year and a half? That's He's right. still so young. Like, what? Like, some of these guys, let's give a little break. Like, guess what? Nobody's won a major until they win a major, right? Like, that's that's what happens. So, uh, my initial reaction I'm, I'm was told that, that's true. I'm told that's true. <laughs> my initial reaction was to grab a Hovland number for Dismir and Patrick Cantlay. And Patrick Cantlay. Yeah, 25 Oh, God, you and Patrick Cantlay. Um, Wes Reynolds rejoins us. What about you, Wes? Like, who who's the golfer yesterday where you're like, and, you know, where you're just like, I can't do this guy. I, I can't bet this guy anymore. Like, it's just it's too much for me. Uh, you know, it probably ends up being Xander Schauffele, uh, who, you know, is kind of infamous for, he's been in the mix a couple times in majors, but if you really look at, like, the Wikipedia graph or whatever, you see a lot of top fives. But it's not like he's really been right there to win this thing. But, you know, some of these guys, you know, like I was talking about with Rory before he cut out, they suck you back in. And and one that Kelly mentioned, Patrick Cantlay. You know, I saw him get on a little bit of a run. I was like, okay, too little, too late. You know, where he gets, to, I think he was like four under through 10 holes on Sunday. And Patrick Cantlay and Xander Schauffele, at least if you believe the official world golf rankings, are probably the best players not to win a major. Some would throw Finau in there and, and, and the like. But Patrick Cantlay, look, he's got the game. And you look at the numbers, like when Kelly and I and Matt Brown run these stats and run the numbers every week, Patrick Cantlay's right up there at the top. Strokes gained total, strokes gained off the tee, uh, strokes gained putting. You're like, like, why doesn't this guy win more? Why hasn't this guy won a major? So, you know, it's timing with everybody, I think. It, it, and that's what it is. Some guys win right away, and then they don't win for a while. Look at Brooks Kepka, how good he was, where it was like, hey, maybe, maybe this guy's going to win double-digit majors. And then he has some injuries, and then he kind of loses his confidence. If you watched uh, the full swing series on Netflix, and now he's back to where he was about three or four years ago. Do you, that point you made about live and not having the data before is an interesting one. Do, do you feel like majors moving forward in your golf handicapping career, like you'll have to just sort of uh, accept that you'll bet these guys in 
tournament instead of preflop? Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, one example that you saw yesterday, now he wasn't a contender to win, but Cameron Smith at one point was like six under on his round mm -hmm. deep into the back nine. So, you know, some of these guys, you got to play a little bit of a guessing game. And now, now there's only a few really at the top that I think you could say they're viable contenders in majors, the Kepkas and the Cameron Smiths and the DJs putting aside yesterday. But yeah, you kind of have to play a little bit of a guessing game with uh, these live numbers. All right. Other side, Wes kind enough to join us for a couple segments. Wes is more rapid fire with Wes Reynolds. We'll ask him questions from across the sports betting landscape, golf included, though. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the kick of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points so you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Wes Reynolds, kind enough to join us. He's the co-host of VEASAN Tonight, which he does here nightly on the network with Matt Humans. Uh, before we get into uh, Wes's more rapid fire with Wes Reynolds, so the U.S. Open next month in Los Angeles at the Los Angeles Country Club. Have you made any bets yet, Wes? Or if not, who might you be eyeing? I have not, but uh, one that I think I have to be eyeing, Kelly Bidlin actually uh, led into in the last segment, and that's Victor Hovland, who... Look, I know he finished T2 and he hit that bad shot on 16 that pretty much ended his chances. But if you look at how he played, he played as well as anybody. He ended up being a T2 two strokes back. But 
number one on approach uh, this weekend at the PGA Championship. And that's not a really surprising. He's pretty darn good with his irons. What was really surprising, though, was he was number one in scrambling. Mm -hmm. 17 out of 21 for 81% for ups and downs. And that's always what you look at Victor Hovland in the weakness of his game is around the green. His chipping can be kind of poor. The short pitches around the green, his putting can be very erratic. And I thought he pretty much held up his end of the bargain, despite the fact he didn't win the, win the trophy yesterday. Uh, so Victor Hovland, you know, getting that major scar tissue. And I mentioned this, actually, I did a spot with uh, Femi and JVT yesterday talking about Brooks Pepka. When you get that scar tissue back, which I think Brooks got at the Masters, you know, just getting back in the thick of things, man, when he hadn't been in it in a while in a major championship, I think that toughens you up uh, for further major championships down the line. So Victor Hovland in the 20 to 25, I will probably have. I will probably have Patrick Cantlay. I'm sure Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley, Max Homa. Uh, Morikawa, a lot of the California guys will yeah. be very popular at this event coming up at the L.A. Country Club. Just real quick to follow that up, Hovland, more strokes gained to this tournament around the green than off the tee. That is something you never see with Victor Hovland. And uh, I forget how, how it went with, in Happy Gilmore, but uh, Happy learned how to chip. Like, watch out. <laughs> All right, it's time for Wes's more Rapid Fire with Wes Reynolds. Do we have a jingle, Kelly? It's being worked on. Oh, in coming weeks. Wes is more. Wes is more. Wes is more. Wes is more. <laughs> um, Wes Reynolds, rapid fire. Here we go. Uh, we will have a multiple major winner in golf this year, meaning John Rahm and or Brooks Kepka win another of the final two. Yes or no? I'm going to say no, just because of the fact that we have so many good players at the top that I think have shown signs of like those little short-term dominance periods that we talk about, Gil, whether it's Scotty Scheffler, or whether it's Rom, or whether it's somebody that's going to come off the grid that maybe starts playing well in the summer or into the fall. The uh, Okay, uh, Michael Block will make the cut at next year's PGA. Yes or no? Ah. Uh, uh, well, he's going to be 48 next year, so I, I, I hate to, you know, throw water on it, but I'm going to say no, even though this it was the story of the weekend, and I just think it was great to have a club pro because a lot of people don't know that the PGA Championship is the only event where you don't have any amateurs. Uh, you have 20 club professionals that qualify for this every year, so uh, Michael Block was representing them this weekend, and I thought he did so very well. The Vegas Golden Knights will win the Stanley Cup. Yes or no? Uh, I have to. I have. To, I have to say yes because wow. Vegas has proven that they can play multiple styles. If you look in the Edmonton series, where it's like okay, they're outgunned offensively with McDavid and and Drysaddle and and everybody. Edmonton's such a high powered offense, and Vegas was able to outscore them. And then you have a defensive series like this one is with the Dallas Stars, where it's a lot more low scoring. I like these teams that can play at any tempo that can win either outscoring you or being good with defense and goaltending. And the Vegas Golden Knights have shown they can do that. How many bets? You're an Indiana kid. How many bets will you have on the Indy 500? And give us one of them. Uh, I will probably have four or five drivers. And I'm actually going through this because it's the closest field that we have had. I believe uh, Alex Pillow, by the way, set the all-time pole record speed this weekend. Uh, just one driver didn't qualify. and Ironically enough, it was Graham Rahal, whose father, Bobby Rahal, won the 86 Indy 500. 
got bumped on the last day in 1993. So 30 years ago, Graham's father gets bumped, and then uh, Graham gets bumped at the final gun yesterday in Indianapolis. So I will have a mix of some guys. I will have some Alex Pillow. I will probably have some Scott Dixon as some of the shorter shots. They're both uh, Chip Ganassi racing drivers. And then I'll probably have one as kind of a, you know, a modeling bet or a salute to Tony Kanaan, the former Indy 500 winner. This is his last lap and this is his final race. And he's actually with the Aero McLaren team. Uh, McLaren, of course, famous for Formula One. Uh, they also have an IndyCar team and he's got a really good ride and he's got a really fast car. You're going to have some Alex Blow, aren't you, Kelly, the Indy 500? I mean, you have to every year. I mean, you got to. You have to. Or a week. Or uh, a month. When you went uh, to uh, Missouri here this weekend for a parlay's wedding, you took in a Cardinals-Dodgers game on Friday night. I mentioned this earlier. Will the St. Louis Cardinals win the NL Central? And not only that, will they win the pennant, Wes? I don't know if they'll win the pennant, but I think they've got a shot at the Central. And uh, I got to give a little hat tip to a, a guest that Matt and I have on regularly on VSIN tonight, Wayne Krivsky, the former Cincinnati Reds general manager. He said, Don't give up on these Cardinals yet. And I've been riding them for a week and a half, you know, a couple losses here and there, but. This team looked absolutely DOA, and Marmol is still trying to learn how to manage. But even though I went to the game on Friday night and they only had two hits, got shut out by the Dodgers, uh, uh, took three or four from these guys this weekend. And all of a sudden, they're coming, and there's no world beaters in that central division. Cubs have kind of come back to earth. So have the Pirates. The Brewers maybe were cast aside a little bit too early, but they can still have some trouble scoring runs. So I think the Cardinals, even though they're a few games under 500, they would be my pick to win this division. All right. Jeff Parlay will have a child within five years. Yes, minus 110. No, minus 110. I don't know how that slipped in there. Sorry. I'm going to go with the yes. Yes, minus 110. This would be better with wacky game show music. Hey. <laughs> okay, who's winning, the, oh, we can do that. who's winning the WNBA title? I know you, you delve in that as well. Well, I, you can't. I don't know if you could go outside the Aces of the Liberty. Now, I'm not going to necessarily bet that that's going to be the final because I think you have a couple good teams lurking. I think the Washington Mystics, even though they lost yesterday, could be very good. But the Aces and the Liberty are like a super team. Uh, I was following a little bit of that Liberty game against uh, my hometown, Indiana Fever, who, by the way, are getting in prime position to maybe draft Caitlin Clark. Uh, I don't know if there's like a there's not like a suck for luck like there was for Andrew Luck. So I don't know of a clever phrase for Caitlin Clark in Indianapolis. But uh, but yeah, the uh, the fever just got obliterated by the Liberty. Brianna Stewart, if you remember her, the former UConn star, uh, was player of the year a couple of times. Had been by the middle of the third quarter yesterday. And and actually, I think the, the fever and Liberty pushed on 17 because the Liberty scored only like five or six points or something like that in the fourth quarter. But I think ultimately it's going to come down to aces and Liberty. All right. Two more and then we're out. Indianapolis Colts, the suck for luck team. You were just mentioning you are an Indianapolis kid 12 to one worst record in the NFL this year, bet or no bet. No bet for me because I, I think, look, the, the one saving grace, whenever you're not having high expectations about the Indianapolis Colts is it's the AFC South. And nobody's really great. Obviously, Houston is still a massive rebuild. I think Jacksonville, maybe the card is a little bit before the horse. They certainly have improved. But we're casting aside Tennessee a little bit. I think the Colts are going to be a little more competitive. So 
I'm I'm I don't think they're going to have the worst record. All right, this one might not have an answer because you might not have seen it yet. But is the Donna Summer documentary on HBO Max the worst documentary you've ever seen? I have not seen it yet. Gil, did you watch that? I tried. It was horrific. Seriously, I don't know like what they were thinking, but it should have been a podcast. They like they have people talking right. about it and they're just audio the whole time. I was like, there's a for, there, there's a format that's already been made for this. It's called radio. Like I just don't understand yeah. why they did it. Anyway, I, I read the review on it, Gil, because I was we were talking about that. I was like, yeah, I'd like to see this because we're suckers kind of for these music docs. Yeah. And apparently they didn't chronicle her comeback in the '80s after disco had died. Dude, they didn't chronicle that like at all. Apparently in this documentary, I'm like, that's a huge moment in her career. The uh the uh, what was that the name of the song? Give me your unconditional love. Yeah, she had a massive hit in the yes. 80s. That's right. Um, I usually come on here and give documentary recommendations. I could not recommend this less. Like, this was just awful. So, it's a tough watch. Wes, always a pleasure. Appreciate it. We'll catch you tonight. Thanks for having me, guys. Wes Reynolds on VEASAN tonight with Matt Humans. 9 p.m. Eastern, right here at VEASAN. We've done all we can do. The Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.